Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to Galactic Goddess Podcast. I'm your host, Radha Nelia, and today I have a very special episode, Deep Programmed Part 10, Sacredness, the Dream, the Great Illusion, and Realizing Full Potential. I love doing deprogrammed and sharing with you guys. I want to let you know I also have a YouTube channel and it is dun, 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 Galactic Goddess TV. You can watch this episode on it and many episodes I'm filming now on YouTube. So please go on there and join. I will put a link in the bio of this. Um, also just want to let you know we are about to wrap up our Awakening Star Seeds author Um, so if you'd like to jump on and be part of this book, we are loving the people who are saying yes, loving the people who are reaching out. If you think you might want to write a chapter, share a glimmer of your life, of your story, of your awakening, of your breakdown, of your breakthrough, of your cosmic experiences, of your ET experiences of your angelic experiences, of your spiritual experiences, of your metaphysical experiences, anything that you'd like to share from meditation to breath work to how a certain relationship changed you. Um, We are still open for a few more authors. We are going to 33 and we have 10 spots left. So if you'd like to join please be our guest and email us at radapublishing at gmail.com. And again, you can get the email below. So with that, please enjoy this episode. And as always, so much love. Welcome to Galactic Goddess Podcast and TV. I'm your host, Radha Nilia, and this is episode 10 of Deprogram with Alana. Welcome, Alana. Yay. Can't believe it. You're earlier, you're like, it's our 10th anniversary. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Um, we are we started off deprogrammed on Anchor mm-hmm. and then we moved it as you evolved as well. Like we evolved it to mm-hmm. YouTube videos on Zoom. So it's been great. And today we're back on to talk about, so we're just continuing because we knew after the interview that we'd find something to talk about after. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. we're continuing to talk about sacredness and, um, the, uh, the distortions Mm -hmm. that happen, um, from the Maya, the dream, the illusion. Mm -hmm. Um, so her point as being a star seed is to come back out of that dream state mm-hmm. and to realize your full potential as a divine sovereign being mm-hmm. and, and start really hate to say it like the yogi tea bag, but communicate sacredness mm-hmm. to really become that mantic, that, that divinity is always with you mm-hmm. really. Cause that's Sophia. That's mm-hmm. the wisdom of nature. That's alive life, mm-hmm. not the death culture, because that is the, my illusion. Mm-hmm. So, well, what I want to say about my illusion, I feel like it's outside of that. So we mm-hmm. are, we are that, we are in that, and the dream mm-hmm. is good inside the mother's womb. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. However, there's creations outside that project onto our humanness, our divinity, our innocence mm-hmm. that causes sacredness to split. So we're talking about that yes. today. Yes. Right. 
That's beautiful. Can you, can you describe a little bit about uh, the Maya a little bit? Can you see your mom's name is Maya. Yes, my mom's name is Maya Devi and she's a shaman. So I know what Maya means is illusion. So this world is, is Maya. It's a world of illusion. Um, but also, but Maya comes up so that we can see beyond the illusion. And part of our job is to be seekers and, and to be curious enough to look through the illusion. You know, um, Buddha's, Buddha's mother was named Maya and she died during childbirth. And when she died, she, you know, went to the other side of the veil. And from there, she was still communicating with Buddha and helping him with all of his teachings. In fact, all the teachings from Buddha are from Maya Devi, his mother. Interestingly enough, she was the one that was communicating him and telling him, keep going, because she could wow. see beyond the veil. So, so Maya is not here to create um, harm. Maya is here to help us to remember. And That's to, crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you give all the credit to a man, but it, it was like, you know, the divine feminine, that's, that was her teachings. Maya Devi is really the one that brought the teachings to Buddha. And, um, and so we are, we're going through a time, the, you know, of, of Maya, the illusion, and we are, we are coming through to the other side. The veil is like really thinning. And I don't know if you guys feel that, but you can sense things in a much deeper, bigger way. You can feel things. You feel like you can um, connect with, I don't know, other realms. How do you, how would you feel about sharing what that means to you, Alana? Okay. So yeah, everything you said, I was like getting so much downloads while you're speaking. Um, so basically if you have eyes to see and ears to hear, that's what it's really about. You have to bring your mm -hmm. vibration up to that or else you're stuck in the illusion. Yes. The illusion is limitation mm -hmm. and realizing your limitless potential is getting outside of the dream state. And yes. I was thinking recently that when we dream, it's actually more, it, it's actually more crazy than our waking state. So sometimes mm -hmm. I feel like this is the dream. Mm -hmm. We're having reality here because it's more like, you know, we know that like, for instance, I can wake up the next day, but my friends are still the same as they were yesterday. Mm -hmm. uh, there's basic things that say that stay the same here. Mm -hmm that keeps us grounded to that and it doesn't mesh with our dream state. Mm -hmm. uh, so also when you said that, you know, be, you have to be curious. There's always that saying curiosity killed the cat. Well, I think illusion mm -hmm. saved the, I mean, so it saved the cat. Curiosity mm -hmm. saved the cat from the illusion. Mm -hmm. right? Exactly. So that's, that's diverted. Curious, and it, if it doesn't, if it doesn't try to jump up on the top of the refrigerator, it mm -hmm. doesn't really know if it ever can really get up there. Yeah. So we're still curious and it just will destroy the house mm -hmm. so innocently, you know, because it wants to explore everything. Mm -hmm. and so sometimes we have to break worlds. We have to break walls to get to yes. the other side. And that's what's happening right now. And mm -hmm. that's why there's such a big industry that although it knows the keys and that magic exists, it also tries to hide it from the rest of the people. And that mm -hmm. hoardingness is actually what's being destroyed right now. Mm -hmm. That energy is that one person deserves this divinity more than mm -hmm. you or, or the, you know, it's like that's being destroyed. Well, that, that's the illusion, right. the illusion that we're separate, the illusion that there's a hierarchy. Um, 
when we when we really unveil things we see that that we are actually all one and in some way we are all interconnected it's like i always think of it as um i remember so 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 long ago before i ever ever started my awakening um i started having certain miracles in my life i was in the philippines and i was flying over the water and then i saw where like there was some oil spill stuff and it was dirty it was like polluted you know and and then it was so clear on the other side and then i was thinking you know the earth is like the vessel of the divine of the creator you know um and we are like little cells and when we create when we wake up and we're like hey are you awake are you you know we start to create new synopsises in the divine consciousness um the divine itself is waking up so maya is the great illusion because it is it is the divine creator slash creatress shakti shiva that came here to fall asleep and to remember itself in so many different forms like every kind of form you could imagine and if you can understand christ Christ always comes back to reclaim its missing parts like the sophia though that feminine aspect right it's so true and so if we would see things from that perspective that and i was thinking when i saw that you know toxicity bleeding i said when when we're hurting the earth we're hurting ourselves that we don't understand it's not like an isolated incident where it the the um the pollution goes everywhere it affects everyone and just like our thoughts they go everywhere and affect everyone because if we're part of the one consciousness you know we have a uh, huge effect on on everything you know so as we start to awaken we have to just hold ourselves in that divinity because we're coming back to the sacred you know it's been so distorted like that's the one thing i know and that i felt since i was a little girl is that this world is distorted you know as you know (laughs) yeah i know Mm -hmm. and that was the basis of our show today where it was like you were like sacredness distortion like that was really because that is what star seeds are here to try to mend and yes. it's not really a quick fix it's a mending of deep generational wounds yes and and you know separation and mm-hmm. we're not just dealing with the with separation in a in a small scale we're actually the separation from our divinity like yeah. our heavenly mother and father and i think that that's what we have to remember that you know family unit it's mm-hmm. family because even in the shaman's oracle that i have it mm-hmm. goes back to that it was it goes back to that aspect of like the the spirit of family the spirit of love the spirit of truth these are higher qualities of the divine feminine that's been distorted and um it's almost like the feminine it got taken over because maybe it was too much you know it needed a, a balance and because the, the masculine's uh the patriarch is so strong it just overpowered mm-hmm. so i don't think it meant to i just think that there was part of like the in the dark that they weren't able to see fully the mm-hmm. power of that and actually speaking of the maya the mystery schools teach um that the shaitan uh, what you call satan the devil etc mm-hmm. the ruler of this world um so the mother, which could be Sophia, mm-hmm. because she loved her the creation so much, she fell into it, mm-hmm. and she tried to get people to 
to listen, mm-hmm. sent Yeshua and Mary Magdalene here to speak of certain things, right? Mm-hmm. To, to, to plant seeds, to get people to wake up, to pay attention mm-hmm. to the Holy Spirit that mm-hmm. she's here. But I don't think people received her. No, and people so, did not receive. <laughs> yeah, they say that that she actually gave this uh, shatane, the devil, the keys to the other worlds accidentally, and mm-hmm. in a way because of her love. And so, anybody can have knowledge, but it's the wisdom of her that you need to understand is mm-hmm. what's going to make the changes that are needed. So you know, we can be more aware of that divinity mm-hmm. and, and realize that we're not just co-creating because that that's kind of dumb because everything already exists in the dream Yes, and outside the dream because everything already exists. You're just mm-hmm. becoming a high vibrational match to what it is that you desire that you yes. can't do because I was listening to this guy. I can't really pronounce his name, but he was talking about how we manifest things in our life based off of what we need to learn, right? And I believe yeah. that too. However, like even bad things happen to us by subconscious things that we don't work mm-hmm. through. Mm-hmm. So it's really becoming aware that you are a part of the dream mm-hmm. to become awake in the dream. I always say that, yeah. Um, it, it's, yeah, waking up in the dream. My dad always talked about waking up in the dream. Waking up in the dream, I'm like, what does that mean? Um, but, but then I was like, I understand. It's like, we are dreaming, like I'm dreaming. And there's a part of me, like my oversoul that is witnessing the dream you know like we're witnessing the dream and we're in the dream at the same time we're in dream time together and so we want to get aligned if possible to the highest vibration that we can in this dream um yeah so we can start attracting that world because we we're like the um have you seen the movie in was it Inception? Um, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where you know he go, they go into these um, dream states and they're creating worlds, right? Mm-hmm. And we're very much doing the same as well. And uh, but we're doing it while while we are awake, but also with our subconscious. Like you know, we're both energy healers in different ways. Um, and but in like theta healing, we're we're clearing and we're doing stuff in the higher realms and then we bring it all back down. It comes down like the physical is the last to receive the manifestation that we were creating as architects in the higher realms. Right. And so um, we have, we are so powerful and I think we need to understand we can co-create so much together and that's why i love coming together with other healers and people like you because um it really magnifies the energy and what we're creating in our intentions they say it's really important to come together with two or three other people that are of the same um intentions and devotion as you because it manifests that that's much so more the guy i just mentioned one of i just found his videos mm-hmm. on youtube he mentioned that today so that's a confirmation mm-hmm. Like really that it happens when we're on the same vibration and we manifest together. Yes. Which is why they project so much at us for yeah. other things to happen. Yes. So let, let's, maybe let's jump into how to reverse projections. Cause we, we all have so many projections coming at us, whether it be through, um, they have so many different kinds of technology nanotechnology and project a lot of project projectile, devices that can permeate there's 5g there's certain um vibrational wavelengths that can be projected out and 
really affect your emotions. They're finding that um, this technology can disrupt your, your mind, you know, can cause distortion mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. So it's a disruptor. So how do we, how do we say no to that? You know, how do we turn that back? I'll, I'll share a prayer at the end with everyone, but I, but let's just talk about some tools people can use and even the organite, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many things. Um, it's really funny because when I open my notebook up, because I usually have notes or some sort, I feel like they kind of always land exactly where you leave off. And I'm like, that's perfect <laughs> because you asked me what are some ways that we can, and it's through healing. Yes. Any form of healing, becoming aware of the need that you need to heal. When you tell a, a younger kid, I'm like, oh yeah, I do healing work. They're like, healing you mm -hmm. don't know that you've been hurt until you're much older and your body starts breaking down and yes. you're and you're having all these problems and you're finally fed up with it and what do you do you mm -hmm. start seeking you start desperately seeking healing yes and so um i don't want to force people that to make them think they need healing but collectively it's not just about what you went through in your life there's a collective mm -hmm. wound that needs healing in order for us to really come become one you know not just i love individuality mm -hmm. but i just believe that there's an aspect of togetherness yes. not some one world bullshit okay mm -hmm. i'm talking about like this thing where we're still individual we're still sovereign but yet we have an understanding that you know you do things that affect me and i do things that affect mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. and i'm really sorry i love you please forgive me Ho'oponopono. yes like, let's really work through this let's really mm -hmm. try to heal and it's really hard because some people just want to hold on to their pain yes I've, I've been there like i'm still there sometimes but it's like we have this desire to hold on to it. And so healing, to reconcile one's belief through gnosis, which is mm -hmm. knowing yourself. You know, it's the key to the kingdom of heaven, manifesting heaven on earth. Mm -hmm. Paradise, the garden of Eden can be turning to that essence that, you know, to that divinity, mm -hmm. that indwelling intelligence, and, you know, that all that good stuff. But yes. Oregon itself, mm -hmm. um, I just... I have this baby right here. It's so Aww. beautiful. Yeah. So, um, that's gorgeous. I mean, they're just oh, so beautiful. Yeah. This is just one of many beautiful ones, but oh. Oregon has the potential to, you know, heal the, your vibration. Yes. And a lot of our, a lot of our sickness has to do with our frequency and mm -hmm. our vibration. And so, because things that stress us out cause us to become in a lower vibration and then that yes. things are able to feed off and take mm -hmm. our energy and parasites yeah. and, Etc. Etc. So orgone helps regulate that the EMF, EMF waves that come in mm -hmm. um, the five G network, mm -hmm. uh, which you know a lot about. You know we could talk about other time too, but mm -hmm. um, all these different things that come in, and so we use crystals and we use elements and honoring the elements. Exactly, the elements are here. Turning to sacredness is what helps heal us. You know, loving the earth, eating things that are from the earth. Yes. You know, and then praying with it, etc. Things like that. This is my, um, I, I bought this little organite to wear. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then um, like black, you know, black crystals or black stones. I put them. Black tourling? Yeah. I'll oh, you have to see. I have a jumbo size of black tour. Uh, I think it's tour Ooh. tourmaline. I have a big one. And, and oh, you'd love it. But uh, they're so That's good cool. for things, you know, because what. Yeah. The, I, I'm working with um, Curtis Lee Thomas. He's the author of The World is Yours. Oh, and nice. he's the creator, or he's the one who is bringing these here to me. And 
it's pretty cool because he shares a lot about the use of crystals mm -hmm. and they're good for so many different things. And you know, what's the first thing people buy when they wake up? They buy crystals because there's a vibration mm -hmm. and we realize it's not, you know, diamonds do too, mm -hmm. but, um, there's something there with crystals and diamonds and colors mm -hmm. and essences and aromatherapies. These are things that we need to kind of look into to heal from. Yes. I know. I got my, um, ger geranium spray. I mean, yeah, you want to have like, Oh, I mean, it's also good. You know, there's so many tools, but, and also making an intention right. and, and grounding. So I went to the park today and I took my shoes off and I laid on the grass and I just was open to receiving the gamma rays of light and grounding into the earth. And, um, that, that is so important. And then also making the intention that I'm not available for those sorts of projections either. You know, are there any um, prayers or anything that you use to, you know, for protection that you, that you want to share? Yes, um, definitely. I pray, uh, I pray, I pray for the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. to, uh, or the essence of divinity to just be with me. Mm -hmm. I pray for the archangels to be with me. Mm -hmm. I also pray, um, I use Om Tare Tu Tare Tu De Soha. Mm -hmm. I use a lot of chanting of songs. And, you know, working with Sophia and Christ's light, I believe that Christ, Sophia come one and the same together and that it's a, it's like a prism that goes through me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like connecting the heavens with the earth and I'm honoring mm -hmm. the earth and, um, you know, I'm not perfect. I still do things that are very 3d, you know, but I also give thanks for that at the same time, mm -hmm. giving thanks for having those experiences and every day I pray to be better and more conscious of my behavior and how I affect others. Mm -hmm. So I can be in alignment with, with clearing my karma to be where I'm meant to yes. be. So it, I also, I make prayer to not really interrupt too much the natural blueprint of things mm -hmm. because I know that's when I have the most problems is when I try to um, go against that and make things go my way. Mm -hmm. Like I want things to go my way, but I also am open to surrendering mm. the attachment to having things a certain way for yes. abilities. It's like the constant, this is um, one of the mudras, but it's also one of the mudras I learned in ballet dance. It's the, it's the like push and pull, like you're, you're pulling what you want, right. but you're also letting go. And it's a constant yeah. flow, you know, that's, that's where we are. It's like learning to both, you know, call in what you want, but also to let go. It's, it's a challenge. It's mastery. <laughs> Yeah, dance and music is also my prayer. It's a yes. Because I know that I'm given those virtues to do, the, do yes. something powerful with them, not just to just seduce a man. Yeah. Like, they're really here. I'm really here to embody that. Right. And it's an expression. I love dance so much. I used to um, be an avid belly, belly dancer, and it was just, um, it was like awakening my soul to just... I don't know, ancient codes. Like it, it really awakens you when you start that to That serpentine move. thing. Right? Yes. It's just so beautiful. I really would The like funny it. thing about the word serpentine is serpentina is the Latin word for wisdom. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the other, there's another word for it as well. Um, it's actually hokma in Hebrew, but the Celtic have a name for the mother, um, the source of wisdom. It goes back to that. And I think the wisdom of the body connects mm -hmm. with the wisdom of the earth. Yes. And because as above, so below, you know, mm -hmm. so if you start really bringing those together. Yes. It really you're doing brings that work, right? Yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> I mean, and then there was like the, the, um, 
kind of like the figure eight, you know, mm. like this ongoing. Um, I learned so much from ballet dance. Before I could really articulate what I was feeling, the dance would move me, would express my soul. Because there wasn't words for, for what I wanted to say at that time. Right. Um, I have a really beautiful prayer, but it's pretty long. So I don't think I'm going to do that here. But, I, but maybe I can post it below, you know. That'd be good. But I, as far as like we were talking about protection, it's really important to make your affirmations. If you're feeling funky energy, you just say, um, you just take a moment and check in. Hmm. And then just, I, you know, breathing really helps a few times and tapping right here. Oh, it's the, that's the best spot right there. It's like the tender spots. Yes, right here. Right there. Mm -hmm. The tapping and breathing and then just choosing to say no i'm not available for that for anything to stick to me i'm not available i'm not available for project for projections if you feel that energy you just say um you know thank you i'm not available for those projections please send them back to the sender or to source energy to resolve and dissolve Right. Mm -hmm. the sending, it, best way. sending it back to be, to have its healing as well. To have a healing. Yeah. And then just calling in, um, that pure light straight. I always bring it through my crown and you just start to wash your body with it through your crown and to every cell of your body, just start to wash and cleanse and ask to release. And I, and I also call in like this, um, energy va uh, vacuum cleaner. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a creator vacuum cleaner. And it just starts to pull off any funky things, you know, that maybe I picked up along the way. Right. So there's many different tools, but um, getting back to the sacred. Yeah. <laughs> I love it because we just like kind of go, but it's all relevant. Mm -hmm. It's all relevant because. Because um, it's complicated. It's complicated and simple at the same time. Yeah. Everything already exists. So it's just tapping into that vibration to receive yes you know yeah yeah I mean even when I still struggle like there's still something like I even know that there's wisdom there's wisdom to learn from having to go after what you want so much and chasing it. I really believe that you know when we come into this body into this world that we have things that we have to go through mm -hmm. like we almost choose it or we it's, from, it's a product of our behavior and our mm -hmm. and our subconscious programming but that's why we're here to clear out those things to we meet relationships to heal yes in, in this dream we meet the same type of energies over and over again until we realize how it's happening and what's happening yeah. so once you catch on it's actually quite fun you know it's yeah. like oh, even though i want to like bang my head against the wall today like <laughs> i'm still spiritual like i'm okay i have people in my life that like you know I'll get in a fight with one of them and they'll be like, you're supposed to be spiritual, you know, <laughs> you should know better. I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like, just because I'm spiritual does me not know that I'm not going to blow up. I am also like, yeah, I reserve the right to be human. <laughs> um, yeah. I reserve the right. I don't to want to be though. I don't want to be ever affected by people. And that's my goal is I'm going to get to that level to where I'm going to be a Buddha. Mm -hmm. I hope that's my goal to not be so affected by other people's behavior and know what's yes. mine and what's theirs, you yes. know, what belongs to me and what belongs to someone else. Yeah. But that, you know? yeah, that's always like <laughs> you put the, put the hands together and then you go like, this is me, mine, and this is yours. Right. 
and um and then you just cut the energy no. yeah and taking responsibility you know mm-hmm. also is part of it because i know when yeah. we really take responsibility like wow i created that experience because the way i was thinking mm-hmm. that i subconsciously have a have a thought that was um you know kind of uh cutting off my belief in something else that there, i really want mm-hmm. yeah. and there's a, but there's something important to say also about there there are different kinds of karma so there's karma that's been like past life created generated or beliefs that we get downloaded with that's karma that we're recreating and then there's karma with other people's free will where they can they can come in and sometimes we don't just attract everything sometimes other people impose they have free will too right right impose their free will and um it's not always what we're just attracting sometimes it's other another person's free will who that's what we have to become really conscious right that's yes. kind of healing yeah so we can make sure that we're not being controlled by yes. something else exactly exactly and then learning to say no to that energy you know it's no. really hard yeah <laughs> you know no yeah that's part of the reason why we do deprogrammed is because we've been in those <laughs> situations before where we weren't completely honoring ourselves because we weren't aware. We weren't aware of the idea that someone else can be really projecting so strongly that I'm not making decisions based off of my truth. And people can project onto you too, just even on like a picture on Instagram, right? I mean, people have their own agendas. Depending on where their consciousness is, they have their own agendas too. And so we're not responsible for having to absorb everything that is coming our way. We can say, oh, okay, I get that. And, and no, thank you you know, yeah. um, we, we co-create in that way, you know, so it's an ongoing process, but coming back to the sacred is just our birthright because we are sacred. We came from the sacred. When we were little babies, we were sacred, you know, we, we are still sacred and it doesn't matter what you've been through, what you've gone through, what you've seen. Um, a lot of people feel like, um, shame, you know, cause shame is so much part of our culture it's part of the religion, it's part of society. And um, the shame is like something that prevents you from being able to experience your sacred. So a lot of the shame comes in through our family lineage, right? Right. And so it's, it's not always ours that we're carrying, but it's our job to start releasing it. And as you start to peel off these layers, um, you realize they don't protect you. The truth is the sacred, it was already inside of us. It was already always there. It was never not there. It was never not there. We are divine. We are sacred. And therefore we are here to come back to that divine remembering. Would you, would you like agree that to say to come back to the sacred is that we're battling a type of, maybe not battling, but we are up against Mm -hmm. a, like I said, the death culture, which is against life force, which is our life force energy, our sexual waters, our sexuality. And I think that goes back to the reasons why trauma-based mind control is so powerful is because it actually takes away that and it, it feeds off of that, mm-hmm. but it disconnects you. So a lot of our problems, I think, are like, you know, um, what they call Wilhelm Reich is the one who created the orgone. Mm-hmm. And he talks about the orgone being sexual energy. Mm-hmm. organized orgone mm-hmm. so it's like this this life force energy that's emanated from us mm-hmm. and so when we're yeah and when we're sick and when we're not vibrating high 
then or spiritually sick we're not balanced mm-hmm. and part of this healing and part of the sacredness is taking our masculine and our feminine and balancing it yes healing the hemispheres so we can be yes. a fully activated being and yeah. attract more positive experiences from one another yes yeah because even the crappy things that happen to you like i don't i think that a lot of it's projected but i also think a lot of it has to do with maybe the way we're vibrating you know mm-hmm. this might feel like my experiences are way better when i'm feeling good Oh yeah, obviously. Like we want to, we want to feel good, but also understand that as we vibrate higher, um, we become more succulent fruits for, for those that are looking for that energy. Succulent like, fruits. <laughs> succulent fruits. I'm a bigger peach now. Um, you know, and so it's not that it's a lot of people get really upset because when they're at a higher vibration, a lot of times um, energetically they get knocked down. They're like, why every time I get to a really great place, I get knocked down again? Why is it? Um, so you can go higher. So you can go higher because true. if you really truly have excelled the way you yes. want to excel, then your reaction might be different to what's happening to you. Yeah. Every time it happens to me, it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity. I'm like, oh, I'm so mad. I want to cry. And I'm like, oh, I totally get it. Why this is happening? Like, and I'm just like, wow, you know. But I'm always, like, okay. We're always okay. We're always okay after. You know? Yeah, we're yeah. Okay we're just, you know. <laughs> I, I mean, it, that's a beautiful thing. Is that you realize everyone serves a purpose, even though even that which is deemed the darkness, right? I mean, yeah. that's even still serving a purpose to say, you know, how am I going to react to this today? How am I going to? deal with it it's not about being perfect you guys because that's never my goal personally is never to be i'm a perfect person or i'm a perfect being that is not my goal that's not what i want i want to be just i just want to be the best version of me um that's the most fully self-expressed too so um yeah you know and so that's what what motivates me it's not i never because i think i think perfection is is somewhat of an illusion like the Maya because in this, in this realm, like, you know, you get to a certain level and then there's always another level or you get to a certain age and there's always another, you know, whatever it is, um, there's always more. So it's not about perfection, but it's about, about being the best wherever you are for you, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. <sighs> so good i know so is there anything else you'd like to share before we end this episode um, yeah no i think we probably hit a lot of good to- topics tonight and yes. what well, is now tonight it was daytime before. i know it is yeah, and outside. i think you know closing it up a little bit is just mm-hmm. that um as a co-author of your starseed book Yes. That's where it kind of like the inspiration came to really talk about starseed work mm-hmm. and that's to communicate the sacredness, to bring it to the light, um, to help clear the shadow aspects and to, you know, respect that mm-hmm. and know that, that all those parts of you are, they were experiences needed to happen. Mm-hmm. And then to just kind of go, try to go back to that. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm not really, maybe we're preaching to the choir, you know, maybe we're, we don't know who's going to watch this. Yeah, We never know who's going to watch it. And maybe we're also just like sharing our experiences and that there are aspects of divinity that is asking, is coming through me and asking me to communicate to others this, um, this work, you know, it's my great work and I'm just here to share it. And so, yeah, tap in your sacredness and yes, you know, sacredness pushing on exactly keep going because it's there is a beautiful 
it's a beautiful experience to experience your own sacredness and there's nothing like it in the whole universe and so we are here on a journey together and i hope you enjoyed this episode and like alana said she is a co-author on awakening star seed so if you guys would like to be part of that we do have a very few spots left we've pretty much filled most of them but um if you feel the call reach out and i'll put the d i'll put our email below mm -hmm. i'll put alana's information below and we are sending you so much love on your sacred journey Mwah. blessings Blessings.